Like how, how does it start? How does it start? It already started. <laughs> What's up, guys? I don't Welcome. know if you're joking or not. No, I'm not joking. We actually started. <laughs> Do you want an intro? Ladies and gentlemen, Rhoda Goriel. Yay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm doing really good, actually. I'm mis- like I'm very excited to be here. I'm also excited to have you. So you brought this in today. <laughs> I, I haven't even asked you what it means, what it's for. Well, actually, my parents are the ones who bought me this as part of my Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> <laughs> they they just they gave me this cupcake, and I put it right next to my bed, and like it's just there. That's it. They had no explanation for it, maybe because it's like well, your new business. That's that's exactly which why. I, which everyone wants to ask you about. <laughs> um, but do you want? I want to talk to you about worship first. Is that cool? That's cool with me. So you you lead worship. Mm-hmm. I lead worship at R O L U. Yeah. Of Life Youth. Um, I've actually been doing it for quite a while now. I joined. The worship team when I was 13, which is a very long time ago. I'm now 20, turning 21. Can't believe you're still 20. And then yeah. Ramas the other day, he's, he hasn't even turned 21 yet, and he's telling me all these stories. <laughs> Point: the, the moral is like all these older people watching, mm-hmm. thinking like, "Oh no, it's too late now," or "Yeah, I can't," or "I don't have time." Look at all these little kids doing. Not little kids, but like. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not little, but. <laughs> Yeah, so you you haven't always been like like I've been playing with you for a few years, mm-hmm. but like the way you lead now is like completely different than than Bit what like it was before. Like a hundred percent different. So tell us about that. So I remember when it was Eric, the worship leader. Um, he told me he's like, "Hey, like you're you're gonna start you're gonna start leading." I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> like I was I don't even know how old I was. I think I was like. 17 or 18 i think that's mm-hmm. when i started um and he told me he's like hey like you're gonna you're gonna start leading i'm like I, i'm like i literally feel not ready at all to do this but okay and then i remembered like the first time was like the most like i was literally crying before like i was like so anxious so nervous i remember like texting eric before i'm like yeah like i think you're gonna have to do it like there's no way like i'm doing it and then he actually sent me a verse that till this day is like stuck like in my head it's the one um second timothy one verse seven for god did not give us a spirit of fear but of love power and of a sound mind and he sent me that verse and like instantly like i just started feeling like much better i remember that Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what i'm gonna do it and then i did it it wasn't that like great to be honest like there's a lot of like mistakes i guess that i made but um I was like really afraid to kind of continue doing it especially because like i saw the first time like it didn't go i guess like that well so Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know if this is for me i don't know if i want to keep doing this and then i remember eric like always like pushing me motivating me like encouraging me telling me like no like this is your calling like you're gonna do it and to be honest like it took a long long time like for me to like i like feel like i actually stepped into the calling Mm because i feel like that's happening now been like a couple years but it, it is happening now 100 um 
it started happening from the beginning of this year actually like from the first friday of this year mm -hmm. that's when i yeah i led on the first friday of this year uh, in january and i don't even know how to like describe it but like there was like a huge like shift in like the way that i led worship like i wouldn't like for those like who have seen me like lead worship like i would never open my mouth like in the middle um like between songs like i would never talk i would never like it was like okay i'm gonna go up there sing songs and like sit down like that's it but uh the first friday of january when i led worship um i remember like stopping in between i think it was after or during i don't even know what song it was um but i stopped and like i i started just like kind of like prophesying and like speaking into the new year and like just like saying that this is going to be your breakthrough and um and I remember like I just stopped and I just teared up right there on stage which is completely out of my comfort zone but yeah and then ever since then like worship has like I I wake up like excited knowing that I'm leading worship um yeah shout out to Eric shout out to thank Eric thank you Eric for pushing her yes thank you Eric. so what's like what would you say is the, is the biggest challenge when you lead worship is it just like song selection like what's like what was hard then yeah and how did you overcome it so that you you are the way you are now if that makes sense i think the biggest struggle was the fact that i, I don't play an instrument mm -hmm. so like i completely like 100 percent rely on you guys like like for like basically like a lot of it mm -hmm. um like the keys the keys has all like keys has also it's always been like a struggle because like trying to find the right key like my keys aren't the same as eric so like we need to find it and then like i want to do a song but then i don't know what key so like how am i going to do the song mm -hmm. that's always been a struggle um and just like it would kind of distract me from like the flow and like just letting like god take control and come like do like what he wants to do because like i'd be just like thinking the whole time okay like what am i going to do next how about the key i can't switch into this like you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's always been a struggle um but recently i feel like there has definitely been like some sort of like improvement only because like i stopped kind of caring um about that if that makes sense like in terms of like i started realizing like it's it's not about me it's not about us it's not about the worship team like it's it's about god so like whatever happens like he's coming and he's gonna take control and ever since like i surrendered that i guess like to him like it, everything has just been a little bit more like smooth like without me even doing any like even with the instruments like they just like know what to do now like it's it's pretty cool but yeah yeah you could definitely see the improvement i think yeah this year especially this year yeah okay so what do you think changed besides you just uh being more mature musically and, mm -hmm. and you know just the focus on like yeah the focus is on but like what do you, can you like elaborate what that means the focus on is on him i think definitely that has to do with my relationship with god that like mm -hmm. that's what changed mm -hmm. um like i feel like very recently like i've i've grown so much like closer to god and um, I've focused so much more on God, like of him being like the center of my life. And I like, like me kind of fully focusing on him has like made everything like fall into place. Like things that I've like struggled with worship being like a huge thing, like leading worship, 
um, like the second that I just literally put my eyes on him and said like, hey, like you come and and you come take control like over my life. Like that's when I started seeing like breakthroughs in my life. That's when I started like seeing even miracles like happen in my life. Blessings, so many blessings. Um, it's definitely like my relationship with God is, is the biggest, like that's the trigger, I guess, like to everything that's happening now. Because um, I feel like for the longest time, like, I was never like really like far far from God mm -hmm. like I was always like pretty like close but it was always like I was just kind of this in this neutral like I'm just like going along with the flow like with what like what's happening with everyone um, and I just like stayed in the same place for, for years actually um, like I didn't see any growth like it like I literally was just in the same place and that's what also affected like me leading worship because like if I was like just kind of cruising along like I couldn't give worship even like my all or like mm -hmm. that it, it affected every aspect of my life even like with school um but recently like when I realized like hey like like I've just been like overthinking this whole like God thing like I feel like people just overthink um like too much when it comes to God and they don't just like focus on Jesus like that's so all true. that's all it is yeah. like the second that I just focused on him everything like i said everything started falling into place so when did you start singing in the first place like were you, were you just like that since you were a kid i was just kind of like thrown into it like as a kid like at church like everyone just gets like thrown into stuff like <laughs> when they're <laughs> yeah. kids basically um i was singing like ever since i was a like in jk and sk like they'd put me really? on stage like with other like sunday school girls and we'd sing for like christmas or whatever it was just yeah it's kind of like always a part of me like i don't yeah what, what did your parents say when they found out you were going to lead worship the first time they were so happy they, like they were so excited which was like weird for me because it's like they were more excited like than i was because i was i was so scared i was afraid. i'm like i don't even think like i should be doing this and then they're like they were so supportive um like they'd watch like every single live stream yeah. like my dad would like message me like god bless you after every like he like my parents so like they gave me so much support when it came to this and i think also that that's what like pushed me to do it too like their support and even my brother rami um so much support from him as well i remember like i would go to him like crying after like leading worship saying like i, I don't i don't know what i'm doing wrong like i don't know mm -hmm. why like like it's not good like I, I i don't feel like this is my calling whatever and he would always remind me of my calling and like he would reassure me um and motivate me and encourage me all the time so yeah and it's so impressive seeing how how far both of you have have come and i think sure a lot of like being closer to god and stuff ha has uh, has a lot to do with it but a big part of it is also uh, you know how much your parents invested in you yeah. i'm sure you agree your parents yeah. are special so hi so hi to them by the way hi <laughs> Um, do you want to talk about Roe Bakes? Everyone's asking about it. So yes. So how how did that start? Where like okay. out of nowhere? No. Okay. Okay. So basically, like for uh, like ever since I was, I don't know. I think I was ten. Like I just always like loved cupcakes. It was kind of weird. Like I just had this weird love for cupcakes. I'm not really like like a cake person so it was mm. like weird but i just really had this love for cupcakes and decorating cupcakes and actually uh, me and honey henriette uh we took uh these 
like cake courses at Michael's. When we, I don't even know how old we were. We were young, but we would go to like Michael's and they had these courses and we would just like, we would take them for fun. And like, like that's, I guess that's how like I kind of fell in love with like the whole decorating and stuff, but it was specifically for cakes. Right. So it's funny cause like I'm doing specifically cupcakes, which is like weird. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but uh, yeah, like it was just like a, a, a weird hobby, I guess that I had, not really weird. Um, and then like there was even, I remember there was a birthday party that I had and like everyone got me like cupcake themed stuff. Like everyone knew that like I liked mm-hmm. cupcakes. Like it was like my hobby. Um, and then I guess like once I started going into my teen years, I'm like, yo, like cupcakes, like it's it's kind of like a childish, <laughs> like, like I don't think that, like yeah. I, th- I think I need to chill a little bit like with it. Um, but before that, actually, I made an Instagram page. I made an Instagram page, but like not for like I would post pictures of cupcakes, like not my own, sorry, <laughs> not my own um, cupcakes, but yeah. I would post pictures of cupcakes. Right. And then I like I was so weirded out because like I gained so many followers on this page, and like I it was like a, we- a again like it was a weird hobby that I had like just keeping track of this page and like posting and, and stuff, um, and then I completely like abandoned this like whole cupcake thing when i was like 13 or 14 like in my teenager years um i'm like yeah no like that was just like a phase like it's done and then um very recently actually uh it was actually you you kind of triggered this whole thing to be honest how so let me explain that uh when you got me that little cupcake set for christmas uh like it kind of pushed me to to do it like to start or like to do something like i I honestly i didn't think like it's gonna turn into a business but like i'm like uh, like maybe i can just pick it up like back again and just start baking um and then yeah like i did that and then i'm like hey like there like there's something like i could do something with this Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay like let me try like, like, I'm not going to lose anything if I try. So I just started, like, coming up with the logo, coming up with, like, like playing around, like, with things, like, finding flavors, like, trying new flavors, sleep, like, so many sleepless nights, like, just, I'm, I'm staying up, like, just trying to figure this whole thing out and saying, like, it was also during Christmas break. Mm-hmm. So, I, like, I was pretty bored anyways. So I'm like, I, like, this is a perfect time for me to, like, try this out and whatever. If I was, like, bored at work, I'd just start, like, making a logo, like, it just became like something that I found uh, like entertaining, I guess. And it was keeping me company. Uh, and then... So so right before, like around Christmas, yeah. I think I was, the, the way this conversation started, I think it, I was asking you about like what are your goals for 2020 or there something. There it is, yeah. One of those like yes, conversations. Yeah, yeah, one of those like deep combos. Like yeah, late night drive home <laughs> from like somewhere far. Yeah. That's and then, yeah. so, and then you told me like this year, that, like that's one of the things I want to do. So like, what made it this year? Like, what re- like brought you back? Do you know? Do you remember? Well, I'm like okay, like, like this is a new year, and like I'm tired of like, oh, it's like New Year, like resolution, like all this, <laughs> you know, like all that stuff, like people do, and it's like, uh, like I. Like, I feel like it was just, like, empty words. Like, I would say, like, every year, oh, this is my year, and, like, all this stuff. But then, like, this year, I'm like, like, why don't I actually, like, make it, like, my year and, like, release this thing from, like, the start? 
which I did. I think it was uh, January 2nd. Yeah, that's when like I released uh, the Instagram page for it. Um, but yeah, like I, I just had this like, I guess, desire to like do something like that, like I did like by myself kind of thing. Like I wanted to start something. And then, yeah, like I just took it being a new year as like the perfect opportunity to do so. so. And look at you now. Yeah. You're getting <laughs> orders left and right. That's good. Yeah. So if you'd like to s order some cupcakes, <laughs> uh, obviously I'll uh, I'll put your uh, your page thing, your tag your page. Um, but yeah, do you have a do you have like a favorite cupcake that you make or no, or do you don't want to say? No, I, I definitely the Oroyo. That's my favorite. The Oroyo. Who I love making it. Who came up it. with that name? Actually, Masara helped with that name. Hi, Masara. Hi, Masara. <laughs> it was yesterday. Whatever, last week. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. it's my favorite because I love like the way like I make it because like like there's like the like there's an actual Oreo like at the bottom and like on the top so it's like I, don't, I love Oreos so that's why it's my favorite they're great I tried them and um, I think a couple people tried them at the office as well yeah they all had great things to say I'm glad <laughs> Ty, if, if you would like you know what let's take it I asked too many questions. Let's take one of yours, <laughs> if you're cool with it. Definitely cool. Who is the greatest roommate in the whole wide world? Would you even like to answer that? <laughs> of course, I'd love to answer yeah. that question. <laughs> um, Christine Helene. She is my roommate. She's my favorite <laughs> roommate. She's hiding in the back. She's for hiding. Anyone, for anyone who's curious why we're looking there. <laughs> um, She's amazing, man. <laughs> Is it just because she's here? But maybe. But <laughs> no, I'm joking. She's, no, Christine. So why is Christine the best roommate? Yeah. Christine's the best roommate for a lot of reasons. Uh, she's She's been there, like, with me through through it all, 100%. She's seen me, like, at a lot of, like, different things that, like, I've been through. Um, she's also one of the people that I look up to, uh, I think one of the, like the biggest things that like she's kind of done or like she's taught me, I guess, is like to run to God first. Like that's a big thing. Cause like anytime like, you know, like something comes up or whatever, her response would be like, ask Holy Spirit or like, <laughs> like ask, <laughs> ask, um, ask Holy Spirit. This and she, like, she has like, ev like she knows, like she, like she's crazy. Like she's like in a good way. But like one thing she always did was like, guide me to God right away like that was the first thing that she taught me like to do like to deal with like my situations I guess so that's the biggest thing she's also like a great cook she's always cooking for me yeah. great job Christine <laughs> good job Christine. being a good roommate and all. <laughs> you cooked today as well right you want to talk I about did. that <laughs> you definitely did want to talk about it before um yeah, like I, I don't, I just told my parents, I'm like, I want to like cook for you guys. I want to surprise you guys today. Because my parents always like, because I send them pictures from Hamilton. Right. Like every time like we're cooking or um, if I make pasta or like something, I sent them mm -hmm. like I to, to show them like I'm eating and like I'm okay <laughs> there. Um, so they're like, why do you like, why don't you ever cook for us? And like, it's always like, yeah, yeah, like whatever. It's been like, uh, it's almost been three years now I've been in Hamilton and I've never done it. But, um, yeah, this, I don't know, like, this time I'm like, you know what, I'm going to cook for you guys tomorrow. I said this to them yesterday. And then I made them, like, chicken, asparagus, potatoes, and salad, like a nice, wow, a nice wow. meal. 
left it ready for them when they come home from work. Mm. Yeah. Do you, okay, let's talk about Hamilton. Hamilton. Do you, do you like Hamilton? <laughs> Hamilton. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> let's talk about being away for, for, for school, like being away from your home. Yes. Being, you know. You don't. You don't live with your family, obviously. At least, at least during the week. Mm-hmm. Do you think you learned a lot because of that situation, or do you think you would have preferred to, like, if you can go back in time, would you do it differently, or would, are you thankful for what you've been through? I'm a hundred percent thankful mm-hmm. for what I've been through and like for this opportunity that I had. And mm-hmm. I actually like I recommend to anyone who has like this opportunity, like if they are able to, like, move out for university, like I hundred percent um recommend it uh because i feel like it's kind of like what uh helps me like grow like as a person and become more independent for sure 100 percent. in the beginning it was hard like my first year like it wasn't easy at all um just getting used to like this whole thing of like no mom and baba like being there like at every second um but it, it taught me that like it taught me to do things on my own like even like laundry for example like I was doing it like in first year like we'd have to go and like do it ourselves and like um even like washing dishes like all these little things that my mom like would do like I started realizing that hey like I have to do all this stuff now because like my mom's (laughs) not here to do it um and I think like it kind of what do I want to say like it it kind of brought me into the real world if that makes sense like it kind of threw me into the real world of like which is nice because it like happened before I graduated. You know what I mean? Like usually that happens after you graduate university. But like for me, I feel like I got that experience before I graduate, which makes it easier after I graduate kind of thing. Um, but it was definitely hard because even like not having like my brother, for example, there, um, I was used to like having him at home. Like at the end of the day, like I was always coming home to my parents and my brother. But right. then in Hamilton is like different. Like they're not there, obviously. But yeah, it taught me how to like do everything on my own, and like that's how I grew definitely to who I am now. So for so. The, for the the younger people who are about to start university or the mm-hmm. like, maybe applying to different places, what would you like looking back at what you've been through? What would you? Yeah, I mean, I like went to McMaster, mm-hmm. uh, saying like I'm going to speech pathology. Like that that's why I even like chose McMaster because like. They had a good like cognitive science program and i'm like like that's my goal and like now like i'm literally in something like that has nothing to do uh with like speech pathology like i'm i'm majoring in communications now um and like if if i could give like one piece of advice i guess like i'd say to like to be okay with like things not working out the way you planned like on it working if that makes sense because you can come, like, with this, like, vision, like, with this goal, like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But, you know, like, sometimes God's, like, like, he wants to switch it around. And I think, he, like, it's important to be open to that and be ready uh, to be open to change 100%. Because, like, right now I'm doing something completely different than what I expected. Um, yeah. So why why do you switch to communications? Like, what? So you with McMaster, the first year um, is, is general. So, like, first year is for you to kind of, like, try and, like, find out if this is for you kind of thing. So, I took, like, all the courses that I needed for cognitive science, like, to get into the cognitive science program. Um, Biology was one of them. 
uh, and linguistics. That, that was a very tough course. Um, these were like mandatory courses that I needed. So I took them and they were like, I struggled so much like with these courses. And like, like I literally, like I still, like till this day, I don't know how like I even passed those courses to be completely honest. Like that was 100% God because like, like I, I realized like that this wasn't for me. Like I, th I thought it was and I took these courses and like I was like ready uh, to like go into this and then I realized like this is not like I can't see myself doing this for the next three years or studying this and then um, I looked I don't even know how I like I was looking at other options because in second year you declare your major so I had time like to choose right. so I was looking at my options um, and then communications came up and it, like to be honest like when I read I'm like like nobody even like knows what this is like I've never seen this before um, but I saw that like it focuses like heavily on like social media and how like uh, like you deal with social media and how you can like advertise through it and how like it's used so heavily like today. And I don't know, it just really like sparked my interest. And then I'm like, like I'm not going to lose anything if I try. So then I applied uh, for that program and I got in and that's what I'm doing now. So Do you think it helped you with the withdrawal bakes? 100%. That's the one thing that, like, I love about this whole new, like, Robakes thing is that, like, it, it intertwines with my major. So it's, like, my major, like, I'm using it. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I honestly, like, there was so many moments where I'm, like, like can I even, like, use my major? Like, where can I use it? And then this just came to be, <laughs> like... Look, uh, you haven't even finished university yet. And you're yeah, like, it, yeah, it worked out so perfectly. Yeah. What, what would you say are the biggest, like, challenges when it comes to Robakes? Is it, like starting from scratch well now that i guess that like portion of the work is already yeah. passed but what is it now i think the biggest challenge would be like i don't know i feel like i struggle sometimes with being like too much of a perfectionist so like like when i'm doing these cupcakes like i i like need them to be perfect like i especially because it's kind of like there's kind of like pressure because mm -hmm. like you're s like you're giving it to these people like these people are paying for it and you're giving it like you know right. like it kind of builds this pressure of like or this like like they have an ex they are expecting I don't know how to word that they're like they're expecting something good mm -hmm. you know what I mean and, and you don't want to let them down so like I feel like the one thing that I struggle with is like just like second guessing like I don't know if this is like good enough like should I like restart like should I just restart this whole batch and just start from like yeah, that's like. I Have think you had to do that yet? Are you? Uh, no, actually. I didn't. I haven't had to that's do that. Good. But I've I've thought of doing it. I just <laughs> never did. <laughs> it's good to be a perfectionist when you're creating something, right? Yeah. Like as a as a worship leader, as mm -hmm. someone who makes cupcakes or whatever it is, if you're creating something, I feel like it's it's not necessarily a bad thing, unless yeah. it like. It makes you like do the whole thing over every single time. Yeah, then that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. What else is on your like heart to talk about? If 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 you have like if you can say anything to everybody listening right now, what would you tell them? Hmm. What's Good on question. your heart for this year? For this year. Hmm. I think like the biggest thing that's on my heart for this year is just is just seeing like breakthrough i think breakthrough is like the biggest thing uh like breakthrough in all aspects though like b before like i would focus on breakthrough 
on like specific like i want breakthrough in this or i want breakthrough in that but like this year like i feel like there's like this my heart's desire is just to see breakthrough in every aspect like not just in one thing but like in my whole like whole life i guess you can say um it definitely like this whole row bakes thing like definitely uh, it's like kind of shows that that's starting i guess um but yeah like i just i think it's like the season of like breakthrough for everyone kind of thing you can even see it like in our youth group recently like uh, it's very evident like god is like moving and like you can see it like you can't miss it like it's something everyone's kind of like catching on to i guess yeah and it's funny because you can also see it not just in our meetings you can see Mm -hmm. it in like individual people's lives and at work and at university and stuff okay so i i think i've asked this question to every single person who's come on what would you tell someone who knows kind of what they want to do like like for example if you knew you want you kind of want to do the cupcake thing Mm -hmm. or you knew like you had something in your calling to do with worship but like they haven't really taken a step yet what would you what would you tell them what would you say to encourage them to get off the couch (laughs) um i think i'd like tell them that like like the the key is to get out of your comfort zone like you need to get out of your comfort zone in order to do what you're called to do or like what you uh want to do um like for me like even right now like being here like this is like i wouldn't have done this like a couple years back like this like i used to be like the shyest person um which is also why like i struggled with leading worship too because of how shy i was but it wasn't until like i stepped out and I gave it a try and like I took the risk. Taking risks is like huge. Like you need to take risks. You need to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and then like once you do that, like God just comes and like blesses you and like gives you everything you need to like do it. That's like for me, th- at least like that's how it kind of works. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I was doing the Reviving Africa thing with Kiko recently. Mm-hmm. If Kiko never booked that flight or if you never started that page. Yeah. Or some there's a thing for Mizo that's that I'm also going to post pretty soon. Mm-hmm. If he never took that flight to Brazil, you know what I mean? If yeah. you never take that first step, you never know what's on the other side and you might yeah. miss out on it. Yeah. Right? Before we before we wrap this up, is there mm-hmm. anyone you want to like honor or, or say hi to <laughs> or thank you? Definitely I would love to honor uh, my parents because they're actually like one of the biggest supporters like for Robics, like my parents have been there with me like since day one like i remember telling them the idea i'm like okay guys like i want to i want to try to do this and they were the first people to be like we we got your back like we're with you and like even till right now like they're if they're not at work they're at home like my dad's like researching like things he can like get or like things we can do to improve like um so like they're 100 percent like i want to honor them and i want to thank them for like pushing me to do this even my brother um i remember like he took me out for my first stake actually and then i told him this idea um i'm like hey like i want to start this like what are you thinking like right away like he wasted no time like telling me like i support you like whatever you need i got your back um he even gave me advice like things that i should do so i 100 percent want to honor my brother and my parents for sure thank you guys for supporting rhoda and me (laughs) honestly rami and and your parents very special people so thank you uh anything else you want to say before we wrap up that's it actually yeah i do want to say something i want to honor you actually me yes why because i feel like like i i love how you like use 
your podcast to honor people and like i feel like i just like want to honor you now like just change it up a little bit and i just want to say that i'm so proud of you like for doing like this podcast because i know that it's something like you've always uh like wanted to do and like you like enjoyed watching podcasts like joe rogan like all that stuff and um i i just want to thank you for like saying yes and like doing this because it's i feel like it's it's doing such a big move like when e with every person that you bring on so thank you so much that really means a lot all i ask is that god would use like the two fish and the five loaves that i have which mm -hmm. he has given me in the first place literally these mics <laughs> and this camera i didn't even get for myself right yeah. he provided through people so um, all i can do is just use it mm -hmm. to to encourage people to get out of their comfort zone that take that first step <laughs> yeah right um so yeah so thank you for for watching thank you for coming thank you for thank you for me. your great cupcakes <laughs> thank you for bringing that whatever it is <laughs> putting it next to messy <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. Thank you. <laughs>